We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The San Francisco Giants clearly did not spread the amount of cheer that would have been spread had they gone out and signed Aaron Judge. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't have spent the money, Ray, because honestly, they should have. I mean, they, they, they've got it to spend. Charles Johnson is a uh, billionaire of the first degree. He could buy 10 Aaron Judges and not even come close to running out of money. And that's, I, I think, the very frustrating thing. You know, however, if, if, if I can borrow from Monte Ellis... In the back of Aaron Judge's mind, it might have been very simply, I'm always going to be a Yankees. You know, I mean, really. You know, he, 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 he might not have done anything more than just sort of use the Giants to drive up a price, which, you know, is significant. A nine-year, $360 million contract. It is the largest free agent signing in the history of Major League Baseball. I'm sure you've even, even seen the breakdown, like, to the minute. Uh, Aaron Judge is going to be making nearly $770,000 per week. Ray, it's, it's good work if you can find it. $110,000 per day for Aaron Judge. $4,600 per hour or $76 per minute every minute over the next nine years. Well, he's earned it. And the truth is... In sports, when you reach a certain level, money really is no object. Because, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is making $45 million a year. Stephen Curry is making over 50. So this is just Aaron Judge being in that ballpark for a change. And people just sort of have to get used to the fact that when you reach that status, you get paid that much. And the fact that teams are willing to pay it means they're still making it on the back end. If fans are indeed oh, oh look every single one of these teams is making money hand over fist because winning is no longer part and parcel of the most amount of money that you're going to make no i mean the fact is the the dodgers have won one world series since 1989 and they make more money than any other team and they've been making more money than any other team for almost every one of those years it's about, do you control your own stadium? Do you control the land around your own stadium? What's your, in, what's your local media deal? Um, there's a hundred different ways to make money that have nothing to do with wins and losses. And that's just, that's just a fact. I mean, the, the Warriors are not worth $7 billion because they have four rings. They're worth seven, they're worth $7 billion because they have their own arena and their own ways to make money around that arena. 
Well, and, and so do the San Francisco Giants, and they're going to have yeah. more avenues of money coming in when, you know, the, uh, the, the... When Charlie Johnson can stop giving money to Herschel Walker. Well, that would be nice. And by the way, great investment there, Chuck. Yeah, he's had a bad week. He really has. Good. And in, in that regard, fantastic, if you don't mind me even saying. See? Giants fans have something to look forward to already. If, uh, if you really want someone, I think, to be the most angry with, though, and a lot of people want to start the line at, at Farhan... And look, Farhan is a lot of things to a lot of people, and we'll explain what some of those things are real, some of those things are perception. This was Aaron Judge's decision. I mean, it, to say that he used the Giants and the Padres at the last minute were a cherry on top, but this was all his choice. You know, mature people are going to file it under it's just business. The Giants, and, you know, we, we know that they don't offer winning big right away for Aaron Judge. So, you know, he, he absolutely played up the my hometown, my childhood dream angle or anyone, anytime anyone wanted to go with that angle, he did nothing to mute it. That's for sure. Um, and he'd have been a fool to do so. Exactly. Look, it, jobs in sports and jobs in the real world essentially meet in only one intersection. If you want to make more money next year, I don't care where you work. This is a this is a universal truth. If you want to make more money next year, have someone offer you a different job for next year. It's just that simple. It, it, if you want to make more money, get a competing offer in the room, then you're going to find out what you're either worth based on the new offer or what your existing company is going to turn around and hand to you. Uh, a second bidder has always been the best way to make more money for everyone. And in Aaron Judge's case, it certainly didn't hurt that he won the MVP and hit 62 home runs along the way. Yeah, well, that's how you get the competing offer. I mean, Kirk Cousins was the highest paid quarterback in football for a while because the market said he was, not because he was the best quarterback. It's about how badly do you want me and how badly does somebody else want me? That's how you jack up a price. And he played it, he and his agent played it great, and the, the, the Vikings you know, paid, paid through the nose for him. Whether they're happy about what they've paid, that's, that's up to them, but that's how it's done. You're absolutely right. It's give me two offers and give me two interested buyers, and the sky's the limit. Especially if in the 11th hour you can also sprinkle in a third on top, which looked like San Diego absolutely signed up to, you know, take a legitimate shot, be a patsy. And look, we, 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 we got a list. I got a couple of lists here. Why signing Aaron Judge, why not signing Aaron Judge is bad, and, and why not signing Aaron Judge is, is actually good. We're going to get to both lists in just a second. But first, Austin is in Napa. Austin, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hello. Hello, thanks a lot, guys, for taking my call. I just have uh, three quick points uh, and questions. The first one is, do you really think that Aaron Judge, uh, you know, adding to the Giants would match the Padres and the Giants, excuse me, the Padres and the Dodgers competitively regardless? Or if this is mainly a fan engagement attempt, you know, enthusiasm attempt to, to you know, get butts in the seats? You know, a lot of folks have likened this to the Pujols contract, Angels signed, and would love your thoughts. And then and secondly, respectively, Ray, you know, you were saying that there's really only B-level, B-plus-level prospects for starting pitchers. I'm just curious what you guys think about Rodon as a viable, you know, option to come back now that we have a little money uh, left over. And then the final thing is, 
you know, I'd really like to applaud you, Damon, on your work with the Guardsmen. And I'd encourage you to pitch and, uh, you know, a donation opportunity for folks that can't make it down to the Christmas tree lot. Uh, you've done great work with this charity. I've done a lot of work from Napa Valley with the annual wine festival, uh, which is coming up on March 11th of this year. We encourage your listeners to, to go and support. And, uh, it's just one of the best tastings of Napa Valley wine annually. And, uh, just really appreciate your guys' insight and thanks, Millie, for taking my call. I appreciate you, Austin. Thank you very much. And anyone who can't make it down here, uh, guardsman.org is the website. And if you'd like to make a, a donation, it would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And it would be put to very good use. To get back to what you originally called about there, Austin, um, let's just start with what Aaron Judge does alone in the lineup for the San Francisco Giants. I don't think there's... You can't downplay his impact in a lineup, but other teams would probably go ahead and do it for you. It wouldn't be the ballpark suppressing his production. It would be a cavalcade of intentional walks, unless, of course, he had Big Mick Chaniger behind him, which would have happened, but, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, the fact is he can only play one position and bat only one time through the order, no matter what, unless right. they're going to change the rules. He was he was going to make the most sense for the Giants if it was part of a bigger strategy. And the fact that they didn't get him indicates that they have money to reallocate, but do they have people who are interested in coming out here? Because I think that's part of the problem here. Um, Carlos Rodon, you know, is the pitcher who the caller was referring to earlier, but apparently he wants a seventh year and nobody's willing to go there yet. But somebody will because somebody needs that left-handed arm. You know, it's just, it's still not time for that particular apple to get plucked. But it's going to get, it's going to happen. It's just, the Giants will have to be willing to not only overpay, but overstay. And that's the thing that scares most general managers about pitching, is they don't, they don't want to do what the Rangers did with, with Jacob deGrom. They, more people seem to like the Verlander deal for the Mets because it's only two years for a guy who never breaks down. And so that's really the, that's where the arguments are. It's not about how much money you get in aggregate. It's about how many years you are committed to a guy. And the judge contract, to the extent that people think it's too much, is more about how long he's going to get paid than it is how much he's going to get paid. He has a nine-year deal. He's 31 years old. Uh, his next big injury would be the third of his career. I mean, he has been shelved a couple of times for a a handful of games. I mean, a handful of weeks at a time in both instances. So he's he's not a spring chicken. And look, it's one of those deals that is officially built to fail. How many teams in baseball can carry a bona fide built to fail contract? Pretty much the Yankees and the Dodgers, right? I mean, now anyone could do it because we all know there is no end to the ability to spend. But how many teams are willing to take that on? The Padres now? I mean, look, they're, they're eating a bad sandwich with Fernando Tatis. But that's largely through Tatis' own damage. Uh, the Phillies are willing to do it now. Um, the Giants have shown an interest in doing it, but nobody who's interested in their brand of money. Uh, are there other teams that would do it? We haven't seen that yet, but there are more teams this year than there were last year. Uh, I mean, the Phillies are now 
serious players when it comes to money. The Padres have been for a couple of years. The Dodgers actually are not this year, interestingly, because of the Trevor Bauer contract, which they were willing to go deep on. And now that's hanging on, a, on an appeal. And if, and if Bauer wins the appeal and gets his money, all of a sudden, the Dodgers are out 100 million bucks. Yeah, they're going to swallow hard on that one. Yeah, but if they win, they don't have to pay him a dime. So all their plans for this winter are hinged on that. But right now, there there are four teams. I mean, the, the Red Sox used to be one of those teams. They don't seem to be that now. Um, the, the Nationals were one of those teams. They're certainly not that now. Uh, and teams going to, those are going to change from year to year with ownership situations changing. But the universal truths are the Yankees spend, the Dodgers spend, and over the last couple of years, the Phillies and the Padres. So which way do you want to go? Do you want my list of why not signing Aaron Judge is bad for the Giants? Or do you want the list of why it's good for the Giants? Where Dealer, should we start? Dealer's choice. All right. Let's start with the bad. Because I know everyone's upset and everyone wants to stay a little angry because that's fun in sports. <laughs> um, the reason why not signing Aaron Judge is bad for the Giants is because this fan base is craving a headliner in the everyday lineup. They really truly are. They have been since... I mean, I, I don't even want to say Buster Posey left because Buster, even though he was a star for the Giants... He did not hold this gravitas over Major League Baseball where he was being talked about an awful lot in other markets. Aaron Judge comes with a level of star power rarely afforded to Major League Baseball players in modern media. I mean, think about the amount of baseball players that are either household names or recognizable on face alone. There aren't a lot. Aaron Judge is an above-the-marquee star. They missed out on that. Is it going to hurt the baseball product? Yeah. Do they have a lot more problems than Aaron Judge could just solve? Yes, they do. But he's a legitimate at-bat, no matter where he is. And then beyond that, he's box office. He's gate. By not signing Aaron Judge, the Giants not only hurt their own lineup, they hurt their own pocketbooks. I think in the long run, unless they can go ahead and through the rest of free agency and the choices that are still out there, cobble together a very good team and a winner still. But we'll get to that with the not signing Aaron Judge is good category. We're sticking with the bad. Ray, perception becomes reality. And the history of being left now at the altar of free agency it feels like it's real. Like, this isn't just an angry fan base a couple years in a row. There is a a trend here which I do think should concern Farhan himself and those who cut Farhan's paychecks. Can this guy really walk into a room and close a deal? I don't know. It, well, how about this? There's no evidence that he has at the highest end of the dealer's table. But here's there is what, no dealer saying. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Here's where I get off the train there is I don't think they get left at the altar as much as they get invited into the church to sit in the front row, but they don't get to the altar. I don't it doesn't seem like Judge was inclined 
to go with the Giants unless the Giants were willing to go over $400 million minimum. And even then, it might not have worked because the Padres might have been doing that. And he said no to them. So I'm not sure that the Giants are always the second-place team. I think they are a nice front for, for agents who are looking for, you know, leverage. But I'm not convinced that they're in as many of these deals as fans think they are. So that brings me to my final point. I'm going to cut the line because you're basically That's bringing fine. up that I bet. No, no, no. You didn't know what the line no, no, looked no, like. No, no, no. It's fine. I'm you're doing great. Keep Thanks. it up. Keep it up. I can't leave early? No. Um, I don't think now it's unreasonable to say that agents really look at the Giants not as a real option, but more like a second bidder at an auction that is going to drive up the price of that auction item. You know, I've been involved in enough auctions to want... To, to, I've been involved in enough auctions to know what items are going to have no trouble moving and what items might need a Fugazi second bidder somewhere in the room just to drive up price and interest just a little. That's a reputation nobody wants. That's a reputation no team wants. And it might now be the Giants' reputation not even necessarily among players, but among player agents. And that's a tough place to be operating from. It is, but it's not a place where you can turn it down. Because if the Giants aren't that, then they're not in the bidding at all. And that's a hard, much harder sell than, hey, we, were, we chased hard. If they say, no, nah, we're tired of being used, so we're not going to get involved there. You can't go to the fan base with that. That's a far worse message than, hey, we chased it, but we weren't there at the end. The Giants, another thing why this is bad is because it feels like the Giants... How about this? I don't know if the Giants necessarily went out of their way to talk up a big game about we're about to sign Aaron Judge, but they did nothing to dispel the notion that they were going to make this their top priority. So, hook or crook, it feels like this is what they told every Giant fan to get excited about, and then they didn't deliver. The final thing of why not signing Aaron Judge is bad for the Giants, their perception, their ticket sales, and all that is... Look, I don't often agree with the drunk guy at Monahan's. You're often the drunk guy at Monahan's. I, well, I, I was until the damn pooping alarm clocks were born, and now I'm at Monahan's much less than I used to be. But I'd love to... I, I love my drunk guy at Monahan's days. I really, really do. There is always a drunk guy at Monahan's who is screaming... Eventually, you got to win one of these damn things. Like, I, I don't care how you get it done. Just get it done. Sometimes a drunk guy's right. Sometimes a drunk guy in the corner of Monahan's is right. And you just have to make it hurt to just get it done. You know, I understand that Aaron opening Aaron Judge's money up to other players sounds like a good and healthy way to allocate funds. You could have also just gotten the damn deal done for Aaron Judge, and that would have made people probably more happy than a well-robust, well-rounded free agent class even would have, because fans are nuts. And sometimes you do have to appeal to the fans that are nuts. That's the difference between your attendance topping out at 22,000 or selling out the building. But here's the problem with that, at least in the Judge case. It seems, from all the anecdotal evidence, that... Judge was going back to the Yankees for one last go. And they were going to go back with, here's what the Giants are offering, which is more than you guys offered. Are you still interested? 
and the Yankees were, which means the Giants actually were a stalking horse. And the people who were in charge at that point were not the Giants, but the Yankees. And that the the when they said, we will not be outbid, that was a bit of naivete that the fans bought because you're not in control of other people's bids. And because the Yankees had the last bid, they're the ones who had the last say. So I, I get why they, you know, Giants say, well, you have to win one of these. Well, when the game's not in your favor, you know, winning and losing is in control of other people. Right. And this is always an away game for the Giants. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's, you know, maybe they could have said, okay, well, let's just give them 400 and, and see if that works. But if the Yankees say, okay, we'll give you 400, even though we don't want to, the Giants still lose. It's unless they are the team that gets the last bid, they're not in control of the process. And I think that that is just another element of fan frustration. Why do you need the last bid? Why don't you come with your straight-up haymaker, godfather offer as your opening bid? And you're bidding against yourself in that moment, but in order to get it done, you kind of need to do it in some moments. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.